Hello, Bridgetown Church, and those of you joining us online, my name is Bethany Allen, and this is the Bridgetown Daily for Thursday, January 14th. Last week, this time, most of us were reeling, really in unbelief about the events that took place at the Capitol on Wednesday. And even after a week, my mind is filled with vile images of rioting and looting and the chaos that filled the streets of what once was one of the most secure places in our nation. It's a weird thing when our security gets disrupted, when our sense of safety, as we saw it last week, is distorted. It does something to us, procuring new levels of vulnerability and even fear. I was talking to a friend this past weekend and noting that when I got the call about the events happening at the Capitol, it felt all too familiar. I remember being in 10th grade and feeling the same sense of disruption and uneasiness and fear when I heard that two planes had flown into the World Trade Center in New York. It was unthinkable. My first response to the events last week was honestly disbelief, a luxury many of us living on the other side of the nation had. I was stunned at the individuals and the system, blown away by the level of chaos I was seeing and fearful because of what felt unpredictable and unprotectable, especially by those who were supposed to keep us safe. Now, unfortunately, this is not and was not a new sensation or experience for the majority of us. If you're anything like me, you recognize this sense of fragility, the ways in which this tragedy disrupted and displaced some of your emotional peace. 2020 made us no stranger to this kind of feeling, to soul-level disruption. And while, of course, I would argue disruption is an opening for transformation and growth, for me this time around, it felt more like a call to pay attention. Writer Evelyn Underhill once said, God is always coming to us in the sacrament of the present moment. And so I wondered... How is God coming to us in that moment? What is it that I was supposed to see, to pay attention to? To whom or to what was I to give my attention? As I reflected on these questions, I found my mind returning to one of my favorite passages of Scripture, Psalm 121. And in it, the author poetically and prophetically writes that in his hour of need or help, His eyes would be fixed on the mountains or the hills, an image that provides for the reader an invitation to take a similar posture and suggest that God was on his way to help. In verse two, he declares that his help or his strength in the Hebrew, all that he needed would come from the Lord. And in verses three to eight, he echoes this strong refrain by saying that Yahweh watches over his people, over their lives over their coming and their going, now and forever. This text reminded me that in moments like the one we experienced last week, our attention, where we set our eyes as disciples of Jesus, will be one of the most powerful and valuable assets we have. It's been said like a thousand times, you become what you give your attention to. And what and to whom we pay attention to especially in this moment, will give us either a fuller vision of Jesus or one that diminishes his goodness and work, even in the darkest of places. 
if what we pay attention to has the power to redirect our hearts, then I wonder if instead of paying attention to the prejudices that rise up within us, the anger, the disappointment and judgment we feel, we could instead pay attention to the pain that was so profoundly on display, the brokenness that was not only shattering windows, but shattering lives, the darkness we saw trying to put its stake in the ground, and then, with the mind of Jesus, move towards greater compassion, greater decidedness in prayer, and even greater hope as we remember we are a part of a kingdom that is in fact breaking into this world despite what it may seem. If Wednesday reminded me of anything, it was that I am a steward of my own attention, that I alone can govern and have the power to set my sights on the things of God. One of the gifts of our free will is that we get to choose what we give our attention to. And so I wonder if, like me, there is an invitation for you out of last week to not just respond to the moment, but to also make it an opportunity to train yourself in a greater way to look for God's movement in the world around you, to pay attention to where God is, to, as Brother Lawrence called it, practice the presence of God. And in that, not just hear and see what is on display, but see and hear what may not be so obvious or natural. It's been said that attention is the practical mechanism through which we accomplish our work. And for those of us in the kingdom, there is undoubtedly work to be done. What has become clear to me over the last week, as I have slowly taken God up on his invitation, is that he is in fact at work, and not just in others, but in me. I'm certain of this, that as we lift our eyes, we will see in new and greater ways that help in its most pure definition is certainly on its way. Now to end, I just want us to take a minute to simply reflect. Maybe in this moment you take a deep breath, maybe two, just begin to settle your heart and your mind. Now, turn your attention to God. Invite the Holy Spirit to come and to move in your thinking and your feeling and in your imagination and in your body. Welcome God's presence. And as you do, allow Him to settle or realign anything that feels out of alignment with Him or His peace. Next, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what He wants to draw your attention to today. It could be a person or a specific situation. Maybe it's even a sensation within your own heart or mind. Just take a minute and allow Him to lead you. Now ask the Holy Spirit, what does he want you to see or know about the particular thing that your attention is being drawn towards? Do your very best to stay open to whatever he may be revealing. Finally, what needs to shift or change 
in you in light of what has been revealed. Take a minute to simply respond to what's being revealed to you. As you go into your day, may the Spirit continue His work in you. May He draw the eyes of your heart and mind to see what He wants you to see. And may you be transformed by it as He brings new insight and holy perspective to the rhythms of your life in this world.